absolutely. And you know, when you when, like when you were talking about when you were talking about the cattle farmer, and like we've talked with slaughterhouse workers and farmers and 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 and, and people like that. Even if there's not a person who's going to go vegan or who's going to decide to go vegan, although they might, even though we, we can be, be convinced perhaps that they're not, they now have had a respectful dialogue with a vegan. And the next time that they hear the word vegan or something like that, they're going to remember that actually I had an intelligent conversation with someone who made a really good case and who was, and who was really consistent. And consistent. so that alone, yeah, that alone is doing good. Up. They try and trip you up yeah. and say, well, what That's about right. this? Well, what kind of shoes are you wearing? You know? And, and, and then they get surprised when you're actually consistent. It's like, well, I'm wearing these synthetic clothes and, and I often am wearing this belt. I'm saying, here, I bought this belt. It's from Vegan Wears and they hand make um, vegan shoes with a, a very good quality, breathable synthetic leather. And then say, oh, well, it's not natural and it's, you know, it's not biodegradable. I'm saying, well, neither is leather. <laughs> leather is treated in, in these, you know, heavy chemicals to stop them. From rotting skin, rotting. Yeah, it, it, you know, it, it's gonna, it's gonna decay. So to to stop that, they put on in these terrible chemicals, which human beings are often exposed to, and and so yeah, leather's not natural either, <laughs> and it's violent. And so you know, I'm a vegan, which means I don't eat or wear any animal products, and I don't use. Um, animals such as I don't go to circuses, and uh, so that means I don't wear any leather or wool. And so, yeah, I often make that point. So I, I, another, because I do need to state what, I mean, in the beginning of the conversation that I have, I try and quickly get across what a vegan is. I mean, you know, sometimes I might even start the conversation with, do you know what a vegan is? Or have you ever thought about veganism before? And it's so surprising how many people say yes. I mean, sometimes I just never expect someone to say, yeah, I've thought about veganism before. Oh, here's the other thing I wanted to say when we're talking about um, cattle farmers, um, ex-slaughterhouse workers, ex-dairy farmers, so many times I get people who are totally not interested in veganism, but they come up because they feel like they want to make a connection and they, they start the conversation by saying, oh, hi, um, my niece is a vegan. My daughter is a vegan. Oh, my, um, my nephew. Yeah. They, they, and then, and they, they sort of empathize and they, I don't know, it's kind of like a, it's almost like a way for them connecting with their nephew or their daughter. And they conversation and so and they're like oh I really must get this recipe because my nephew is a, is a vegan and I'd like to, you know I'm going to have him for dinner and I'd like to be able to make a cake for him and 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 they're like it's a cattle rancher <laughs> and so that's a great way to come have a conversation and also I feel like I'm doing a service to their nephew by by um giving I've got them for two minutes of their time and I'm going to give them a, you know a quick um nutshell introduction to veganism so then they'll walk up they may have never had the chance to think about veganism for, before. For themselves. And I mean, because they may not have spoken in that manner with the nephew, but they'll have more. I think you're right. And the thing is, the more vegans there are out there, like, you know, even just being a consistent vegan with your family, like letting them know, not, not, you may not want to go out and be an advocate, but you're actually helping us. And then you're actually getting people who are empathizing with you. So I appreciate it when somebody comes up to me and says, my daughter's vegan, which like you say, Ren, it's happening more and more. Yeah, it is. I'm th and I'm, I had a woman at work who, who said to me, I want to see that nutritional panel because my daughter's vegan and I don't know what to what to give her and I said hey we we've actually made one and I get and I gave it to her and I say um and I'm 
it's 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 wonderful and i'm thinking to myself you go daughter like you you do that you know because you have just been you're now a person in their life and then if i can make it as positive as i possibly can and i can really give them some insight on some things that maybe you didn't know how to talk talk to them maybe you've only ever hung out with welfareists <laughs> you know and you don't i'm hoping that i can help their relationship be better with their daughter I as know. well and that's what I think. And it, it, not everybody can talk about veganism. Some vegans are shy and terrified and they just want to keep to themselves and don't make a splash and, you know, don't hurt me. I'm just this little vegan and don't say the word <laughs> vegan. <laughs> and I don't want anyone to know. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll just pretend. I'll just skulk around at this party and hope that nobody notices I'm a vegan. There are some people, I hope that, gee, I wish they wouldn't be like that. Um, but some people are. So, you know, yes, it's our obligation to talk to, talk to the auntie and the mother about about what veganism is. And that might be their only dose of, of having any understanding of their nephew or daughter. <laughs> and, uh, yes, exactly. you give them a little bit of an understanding and, and I really encourage them to take a pamphlet. Yeah, me too, me too. So we have, we have the same kind of materials um, and... Um, Oh, it's just so wonderful, wonderful to hear all this, Ren. So I, I really hope that you can come back on my show at least um, and talk some more. Um, I, I do hope that you can get this radio show off the ground. But um, no matter what, you, what, 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 what you do, I know it's going to be wonderful, consistent, non-violent, powerfully effective vegan advocacy. And um, you're just a huge inspiration to me. Um, Thanks so, so much. Um, yeah, so it's it's wonderful and to talk to you. you're an inspiration to me, of course. I've been watching your work. <laughs> well, you know, we kind of... It's, we bounce off each other. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Like, you know, I, you know, because um, I do... It is um, in the beginning when I first came back to New Zealand, I found it quite difficult actually, and I kind of barged in and I sort of assumed um, wrongly that um, I could just tell everyone what I'd heard and they'd all be like, oh wow, damn straight, I'm on board, and it, it certainly did not happen that way. And You can't um, undo a lifetime of social conditioning telling us that it's perfectly normal to use animal products for our own benefit and then... And then change someone overnight. <laughs> you know, you, for some people, it's their very first exposure to the even the concept or idea of veganism and not using animals at all. And uh, yeah, I can't expect to undo all that conditioning from childhood. Take a look at um, television programs and all the cartoons. They're they're all farm animal characters. All the you know children's programs they got animal heads on them, and and it's just giving children the message that that farm animals are happy and that the farmers love them. <laughs> and I have to explain to my children that what they're seeing on TV are, are, are a bunch of lies. And, <laughs> and I tell them the truth about what they see. But that's where the conditioning starts. And you can't expect to just undo all that in, uh, as you know, I know that you know this, but in, in one conversation, that's the first conversation. You've just planted one tiny little seed. <laughs> and maybe it will grow, maybe it won't. But, um, you know, united with many many other planted seeds we're, we're, we're going to grow a forest that's exactly right and that's what we're doing and like you said i wanted to acknowledge that you thought that it was going to take a thousand conversations to get a vegan and you were willing to do it i'm oh, willing yeah. to do it too i'm willing to do it too and you know what no matter what at least there's somebody out there standing up for these for these animals yes. right not to be used yeah. and and being you know it's so it to me that that's that's so important in in itself and and because i'm not 
I know that it works. I know that it's going to make change. I know that it is. So, I mean, it's wonderful to know that. Um, but, you know, I even if I wasn't sure that it was ever going to change, until my dying day, I'm going to be that voice. Yeah. And, and I know that it's going to make change anyway. That is so wonderful. It makes me so happy to hear that. And, uh, well, maybe the two of us can still be podcasting and sitting out on the street when we're, when we're 80. <laughs> oh, I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I think we I will be. Bake cupcakes. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or even when I can't bake cupcakes, I'll I'll be there. I'll be yeah, me about too. veganism. Hey, you little whippersnapper, come over here. I got someone to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'll be doing that. Yeah, even if I can't walk anymore and I'm in the nursing home, I'll be talking to the nurses. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. That, that's it's so funny. I mean, that happens to me. I end up having a vegan conversation just about wherever I am uh, in my life. I mean, it's not that I'm looking for it, but if somebody says something and there's a, there's a little entry point for a vegan conversation or I might just drop in the word vegan somewhere like, oh, um, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm having, having this um, vegan burger right now or something like that or I'll, I'll just mention it people go, oh, you know, but I'll let them start the conversation. But these conversations just start in my everyday life. It just it, it happens everywhere. <laughs> They do because because um, animal use is so is is everywhere. So um, it's it, it's unavoidable almost. I don't know how these people hide the fact that they're vegan. The people who you say, I mean, how the heck do they do it? They must never speak to anybody. <laughs> you know, it's like you just can't. I mean, you're constantly being offered things. Um, by people because yeah, I, I, you, know, I, you can have a vegan conversation when somebody offers you something that's not vegan and you can be polite. It's like, Oh, thank you so much. It's very kind of you, but I'm a vegan. So I don't um, eat any animal products. Yeah. And, and you can sort of make it in a, in a, in a positive way rather than a, um... and they might go, Oh, Oh, okay. No worries. Or they'll go, Oh, well, what's, what's being a vegan about? <laughs> it's like, you have a conversation. You might always leave it up to them to start. But, um, yeah, there are conversation starters. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. There's always a conversation starter. So, but just being that, you know, you, just being that vegan is, is also helping us, those of us who are out there. Because then you're somebody's brother or you're somebody's sister or you're somebody's daughter and you're somebody's friend. And, and they know you. They don't know me, but they know you. And they might love you. And they don't love me because I'm a complete stranger. But the fact that you're vegan and they have this vegan in their life, that helps us advocates as well. And they're supportive of us. Yeah, just so. your presence, even without doing advocacy. Just, exactly. Just knowing that there are more vegans around and that you're normal yeah. people and that yeah. you have food. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Not, not uh, grass and apples and moss like you actually eat food and um that yeah that just being yourself and being a shining light and being a healthy happy vegan um is that alone is a wonderful thing to do and you you're influencing people just by being yourself that's right that's right and we see it we see the results of it because i get so many people coming up who just it was you who sort of pointed it out to me but looking looking back i'm like oh my gosh it's every day at least a few times people are like my daughter my cousin my I've, you know, we, we had a man who, who his wife, his wife was, and he was complaining. I have to go eat out. He was like, I have to go eat outside. She won't ah, let me eat I in like the house. like smoking. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, well, couldn't you eat inside with her? 
just eat the vegan food, you know. Um, but we had another one who, who's, who um, his auntie was vegan, and she was this, he said she's like a mountain of a woman, just an enormously strong, strong, wow. muscly woman. And he was all surprised, and I was like, yeah, it's not true that vegans are skinny and small and weak. And he's like, I know, you should see her. <laughs> ah, that's funny. That's funny. Well, um, yeah, I mean, here's, here's an opportunity for, for me to voice my other passion, which is fitness. And I love being strong. I love weightlifting and I love cranking up those weights and lifting the heaviest weights I can possibly cram onto that bar. And uh, it just gives me tremendous thrills and that, that burning pain that you feel when, when you're under that bar and pushing it. I love it. And, um, yeah, uh, sometimes I'm lifting heavier weights than the men in my class and, um, uh, it's, it's awesome to be able to do that. Yeah. And, and you're a fitness instructor as well. So that's a huge, I mean, you're in a, you know, you are single-handedly busting every myth about veganism <laughs> that exists in the flesh, in front of people, yeah. people who see you, they can't deny it. So yep. there's no, de- they can't deny it. So even if you weren't out there doing your street stall, and even if you weren't doing your online advocacy, just being a fitness instructor with healthy vegan children and a healthy, happy life and a positive, fun person to be with alone is such a powerful thing. So anyone listening, you know, that alone, you know, just be, you know, just be yourself and never compromise on your own and you will be this example in your community. And then when they do meet vegan advocates, it will be a wonderful experience for them as well. And they will see, you know, they, they might not hear the ethical arguments from you because you might not want to have that conversation with them because you might just want to hang out with them and they're just your family member and you just don't want to go there. But just your shining light, when they come to us, they're more open to the idea of the arguments because they've got this family member who's done this. Well, I never thought about that before. It's true. Because oh, yeah. um, I, I, there's definitely a number of people who would not come and walk up to my stand if their nephew and daughter was not a vegan. And they've come especially because they are. And they're curious, you know. They're like, oh, I can see vegan cupcakes and, and they want to try one. And sometimes their their relative is actually down the road, like they're going to meet them at a cafe or something. Like, oh, do you mind if I take a cupcake to my, you know, and can I have a recipe too? So, um, you know, they come because they know someone who's a vegan. So, that, yeah, I never thought of that. That is totally true. Just by being yourself um, without even doing any advocacy, you're rubbing off on other people. Um, you're, you're, you're just being a quiet influence. That's right. And then when they... See, it's when, happening, this vegan movement, it's happening. Oh, it's, it's so happening. It's so happening. It, it, I get more and more every day, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more and more positive. It's, it, it sort of makes me sad to hear these people who are sort of like, it's, you know, they're very sad and they're very, um, they're yeah, very hopeless. And I'm like, what are you paying attention to? You're not paying attention to what's happening. Join the vegan movement because it's a very hopeful movement. It's a very positive movement. It's a um, channel forward- that energy, you know, when people get sad or angry, about the all the terrible animal suffering it's like use that you know channel that anger inside you into positive friendly um non-violent vegan education yeah don't don't give up yeah and uh don't don't despair because some people think that oh i can't do anything and i can't make the whole world vegan forget about the whole world just focus on what you can control yes 
That's right. And if everybody did, you know, all around the place, I mean, we have we have enough vegans in enough places to do quite amazing stuff. Yep. And I mean, it's approximately 10,000 animals over one person's lifetime that, that they've contributed to their deaths um, by not being a vegan. So when some people say, oh, well, you know, you're what you do is just a drop in the ocean. You know, you're talking about billions and billions of animals who are being killed. And I'm like, well, you know, you can't focus on what you can't control and there's no point. <laughs> and um, to me, even if I, in my whole life, only inspired one person to go vegan, man, 10,000 animals is very significant. You know, that's a, that's a huge difference to those individual animals. That's right. That's right. And, you know, and it's, it's obvious that, I mean, the thing that makes me laugh is I'm like, where, where in history are people getting the idea that this is impossible? Because look at what we thought was impossible and that we've made possible. Yeah. I mean, veganism is the, is the is the least you can do for the animals, not the most you can do. And some people think the opposite, like like when they think that we're like a saint or some superhero or somebody really special. I mean, I've had so, someone even say, "Oh, we've all been talking about you, Rennie, and we think that we think that you're really strong-willed because you can't, because you you give up meat." And I'm thinking, you know, you, <laughs> it doesn't have to take. You don't have to be. There's nothing special about me. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> Well, I mean, you, you're, you're an inspiration because of the energy that you have and, and the fact that you do these things. But the, the actual being vegan itself, yeah, that that's doesn't, what I'm talking about. Yeah, that doesn't you take a... You don't have to a, be um, pure or a saint or uh, uh, you don't even have to be a compassionate person. Like, that's another thing. Like, in, in the animal movement, a lot of people talk about um, uh, compassion for animals. But, um, you know, like, if I were to switch that over to a human analogy... Do I have to be a compassionate person to not beat up my neighbour next door? Uh, well, not really. Like I don't have to have any special sentimental feelings for my neighbour. I don't have to be, you know, it was, some people think that vegans are animal lovers. Well, I don't love animals any more than the next person who eats meat. And we, everybody, you know, loves animals. I'm, I don't, I'm not overly sentimental about animals. I um, I don't particularly have affectionate feelings for all animals. It's got nothing to do with affection, sentiment, or compassion. I don't have to be a compassionate person or have sentimental feelings for my neighbour to just do the right thing and respect his basic rights to not be harmed, to not be killed, to not have, to, to not be robbed. And the same goes for non-human animals. Um, you know, I don't think that being a vegan is being compassionate. What I think is being compassionate is when you do when you go beyond the basics. Being a vegan is just the moral baseline. It's just like the basic the basic level of respect that you owe to non-humans. Don't eat them, don't hurt them, don't put them in a cage, don't wear them, just leave them alone. <laughs> That's the basic bare minimum. Then, if you can call yourself a compassionate person, I would say that you're doing you're going beyond the basic level. So, if I helped an old lady across the street, if I volunteered at a soup kitchen, if I adopted um, an animal into my home uh, who was on death row in a shelter, or if I um, fostered a child, um, if I did any kind of volunteer work or vegan education, vegan activism, uh, all of those things, I would say they are, co are compassionate acts because you're going above and beyond your basic standard level of respect. And being a vegan is a basic level, you know, it's totally, you know, it's nothing special to be a vegan, really. It's, you don't have to be 
compassionate person. No, I mean you helping you helping an old lady across the street, um, or take, t- taking the time to to spend time with with an elderly person who's alone, and taking time and taking them shopping. That's compassionate, but not beating the crap out of them. You know, to say I'm not going to hurt them. That's not that's not compassionate. I'm not going to hurt them. Oh, you're so compassionate for deciding not to hurt that. You're person. so compassionate for not hitting that old lady. <laughs> what? You're, you're so compassionate for being a vegan, for not torturing animals, putting them into cages. I'm compassionate because I'm not doing that. That's just silly. Yeah, it is. I agree. And people do misunderstand that as well. But it's a very good point you rate. It's a sense of justice. It's a sense of injustice and the basic moral decency. It is. Yeah. Veganism is about justice. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I agree. And there is... Ah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. The animal movement that's out there is... it's. A mind blowing, but so um, remember when you were saying that you you spoken to a welfare state at your table, and I was saying it, it only ever happened to me once. No, and no, how- I haven't. I haven't. I I, I haven't. I, I have a couple of times, but no, I was scared to go anywhere <laughs> for a <laughs> while because I was scared I was going to run into. Um, one of these people who uh, really disliked me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can't have everybody like you. That's the. If you take a stand for something, you're going to have people who don't like you. But then you're going to have a whole lot of people who think you're terrific. So that's how it goes. Well, it didn't. It didn't. I mean, no, no. I I had a lot of people who didn't like me, and I thought, oh my gosh, because I'm not used to being in that position. I have to tell you, I'm really not. You're really I am. Stuck you, uh, well, I did. I exactly, and boy, did I get a wake-up call! And I was like, "Whoa, this is really not pleasant." And I was like, "Damn," because I've never been in that position. I haven't, um, pr- probably because I never had the sort of cum- gumption to stick my neck out about anything. But I've always like been really kind of um, easy to get along with, <laughs> and I've always had lots of friends, and I've always had like a really active social life. And then to be sort of so incredibly like. <gasps> Wow, you know, you're this horrible person, and then I and this was and this was all the vegans, and I was and I was like, I had no, you know what I mean? It was like that was it was all the vegans, and I and I didn't really want to hang out with anyone who wasn't vegan, you know. So I was like, wow, I really kind of did a number. Yeah, I actually much prefer to um, spend time with non-vegans and the general public. Like, um, it's nice to you know meet other vegans, but really, I'd rather have conversations with non-vegans because that's that's what I do. You know, I'm compelled to be an advocate. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm the same way, and I'm I'm overall that like I'm overall all of that um, sort of that little bit of par- paranoia. Well, that oh, it was very it was very. Um, oh, okay, right. Yeah. With re- with regard to um, just. Um, uh, sort of. Anyway, it w- I, I would do it differently if I ever had the chance. But I, whatever. But um, I I don't. But I don't enjoy um going out socially with with anyone at the moment because you know I just I I'm okay. Like I I, I don't need to. A... My friends aren't vegan, but you know the best I can hope for is that they love me and accept me for who I am, and I never have that vegan conversation unless they ask me. Um, and, and that way I get to enjoy my social life and, and the veganism thing is not an issue, but, and I'll have the foresight. Like if I think that maybe my being a vegan might be an issue, particularly because we have children, like, you know, that we have playovers, my children go to their house and their children come to my house. If I ever think there might be an issue, I will be up front and, and ask if, if they have any issues and, and to, just to clear things up. But besides that, we never have that 
vegan advocacy conversation. In fact, sometimes I can't wait for one of my non-vegan friends to actually come and see me at my table because then I finally get a chance to let it all out. And because, you know, you, you hold it all inside. You've got these friends, you're like, you're just busting, you know, you're seeing them eating a chicken sandwich and what you really want to do is give it to them. You really want to tell them all, all about the, the suffering and how and not and how unhealthy it is for them and and and, uh, and all that sort of stuff. But you you know you yeah, just... unless they turn it. But but if your friend turned around to you and said, "Oh hey, so what about free range?" You wouldn't lie to your friend. So they, they don't. I don't want people to get it twisted. Yeah, and I and there's another rule: never ever start a vegan conversation with uh, food around. Um, so yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, sometimes I have people come to my stall who I know in person, either um, you know clients uh, that come to my uh, fitness classes, um, or colleagues, or um, family members, or friends, and I'm like, oh goody, here they come. <laughs> Finally, let it out. You know that thing that I've been keeping inside—that I have to behave and be and be good and not talk about veganism, unless they are. You know, I do want to follow my rule because you know you don't you don't want to upset people, and if they don't want to talk about it, then you have to respect that. So when they come, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, because they're coming too. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, um, you you can't force somebody to talk to you, and um, if you're going to, it's not going to get anywhere. You know, That's right, so. and any of the, any conversations where anything is even slightly forced, they they you know the results are appalling, <laughs> terrible, and the, and the opposite effect when someone does come to you, and that's absolutely wonderful. I mean, it, it happened very recently. I mean, last Sunday, I had sometimes I have people come to my stall only because they've seen me and they know me, and not because they've come for a cupcake or veganism. Like, oh look, there's Renata, and so that happened to me just recently on Sunday, and here I am saying, oh goody. <laughs> And it happened two times, actually, two people I knew. One person, a very old friend who I, who I knew in, in school and another um, person who um, is someone who comes to my classes. And, but, and obviously at different times. Actually, no, they did meet. There was a point where they were met and at the same table. So the first one who was the um, my old-time school friend, she came along um, with my mum and uh, – and, and so they were mates as well. And uh, my mum actually said, oh, would you like to go to the toilet now? And I'm like, yes, thank you. So I'm, all right, I'll look after the table and talk to people about veganism. I was just saying that's funny. Obviously, they don't know anything about veganism. And so I run away as quickly as I can to, and, and then come back and see what they're up to when I come back. And they're all sort of chatting and they're eating cake. And um, luckily, there, there weren't, you know, heaps of people while I was gone. And so... And then I have a little chat catch up um, with this lady and her other friend and my mum. And then, and then they're eating cake and I'm like, great, now that you're here and this is my only chance and I've got you, I'm going to talk to you about veganism. And so I give them my quick introduction and then the conversation begins and we're going back and forth. And then I think I saw some tears. I think um, she was a little bit teary about the story of the dairy cow. I know I was going into the detail of, of the treatment. And um, anyway, she, she left with my mum and, and her other friend. And then I had other conversations. And then this other lady comes, the lady who comes to my body balance classes. And um, she wasn't, you know, we were just talking about other things. And then I was like, oh, here, have a cake. And while I've got you here, I'm going to talk to you about veganism. <laughs> and so we start the conversation. And again, she gets a bit teary. She's like, you know, she's obviously really affected um, by all this information. And, um, and she... Yeah, she, she she went vegan. Basically, this 
well, she's on the process. She's she's learning. She's looking for alternatives, and and she broke the news to her children, who the her eldest teenage son wasn't very happy about it. <laughs> but the, you know, uh, she's she's on the path to being vegan. And um and then we had a, a a chat today after the class. You know, she came to my class, and I now I see her in a different way. I'm quite excited, like yay, here's my. And then we had a chat afterwards, and she told me how she was going, and 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 uh, what to do about her dogs. And so, yeah, uh, it, I mean, it's just so exciting. But when I was talking to her and then she was starting to say, yeah, I, I, I see eggs and I see milk and I don't like what I see and I can't do this anymore. So she was starting to, I could see the changes happening in her. I was like, I knew that she was going vegan right at that point. Um, my other friend came back half an hour later, my old school friend, and she looked at looked at me and said, Renata, I just wanted to tell you that I'm going to do it. I'm going to be a vegan. From now on, Wow, I'm a vegan. And I was like, yay! So I'm in this conversation, you know, I'm just having this, and then she's looking at her, right? Right. So she's she just seen someone go vegan right before her very eyes. Right. And so I, go, oh, I gave her a hug and I said, that's wonderful. I am so happy that you're going vegan. That's awesome. And then so she walks off. And then I've got the next one. So it was like a kind of like a double vegan thing. <laughs> That's a wonderful day. You know, I, I, that is such a wonderful day. Um, that was just last Sunday. So that, so I mean, extra special when it's someone that you know. So that's, you know, like a total bonus. And it also happened in front of my front of my mum. So I'm like, yay, my mum's seen it too. <laughs> that is so cool. And I just want to go back to what you were saying about um, about friends and everything as well. Because, you know, the truth is, is that like I don't get to talk to my family about veganism because they just don't want to know. And and same with friends and like same with and same with my work and my work colleagues, right? I mean, you just people, you do go nuts sitting there watching these people and they've made it very clear to you that they're not going to talk to you about it because you've probably tried or they've, they've had their way. They've had, you know, it's really obvious when someone doesn't want to talk to you is because they refuse to even start a conversation about it, right? So, um, and you are busting and you are sitting there next to people who are wearing skin and who are eating animals and you want to say all this stuff. The best thing that you can do is do a street stall because you get to talk about yes. it all day long and it breaks that frustration. It breaks I am the frustration. In total agreement with you. <laughs> I let out all my I can't talk to my family about veganism frustrations at the street yes. store. I'm going, blah, yes. blah, 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 all day long. And then I don't care. I see my, my uncles and my aunts and I give them big hugs and, and they love me for who I am being a vegan and I love them for who they are. You know, we can, we can just be family and be family. And the, the veganism doesn't have to be an issue between us. And it's okay. I've, I've got my two vegans today. I'm, I'm, you know, I've got my numbers for the day. I'm done. <laughs> and the best I can hope for is that when I – Go to family gatherings, and I know that you've said that you just won't do it anymore to attend uh, dinners with animal products there. But I do. I just, I just, I have to switch off, and and I'll, I will go to um, family gatherings, and um, I'll bring great vegan. They love my vegan food. They totally love it, and they usually will bring something that's vegan for me to eat too. Um, so they'll bring. And they'll say, oh, you know, you can eat that, Renata, and and my children. Um, yeah, that that's vegan there. And so we we bring food to share. And when I host a family or a friends event at my place, well, I have a vegan house philosophy. The whole house is vegan, including outside. So you can't go and eat your meat pie outside like a cigarette. <laughs> so including the garden, the whole 
house is big and and so and I just explained that and people take it really well well most people um so when when people are coming over to visit or bringing their children over for play it's like yep great see you at 12 by the way we have a vegan house philosophy so um we don't have any eggs or meat or dairy products um but uh, so if you want to bring anything maybe just bring some fruit or a drink but um you don't have to bring anything at all because I've got heaps of food and I'll feed you guys lunch so just come and um and that's how that's how we do it. And um, yeah, I mean, sometimes I've had like a pizza night. I, it's so fun. Like I'll have a couple of mums who have kids my age, uh, my children's age, and um, they'll come along. And I'll got a bread maker, and I throw in um, all the ingredients for a pizza base. And so that's risen and it's ready. And and it's really fun because the kids get the the roller and they can roll out their their pizza base and then put the tomato sauce on it and sprinkle it with all the chopped ingredients like yellow capsicums and um and then I also have um vegan alternatives like you can get vegan pepperoni and mozzarella um and and rashes like it's a, a soy uh fake bacon and even soya ham with and I get fresh cut pineapple and oregano uh fresh oregano from the garden and you just have this spread and artichokes and eggplant and just all these totally yummy Mediterranean vegetables for a pizza. And then the kids get to choose what they put on their pizza so then they can't complain and not eat it because they've made it themselves. And the kids have a great time rolling out the dough. And, um, you know, and I have the, the oven. The oven's really hot and I, I've bought six um, – uh, the, those trays, pizza trays, so that we can have them going in and out, you know, really fast so we try and eat at the same time. And then we'll put on a movie and the mums are having a great time, I'm having a great time. And guess what? Those kids, they don't even notice the difference. They gobble up that pizza and it tastes just like the regular pepperoni that they've been eating. And uh, and the mums love it too. And so, yeah, you can have a great social life and be vegan and have people respect your veganism and you don't even have to have that vegan conversation. If they want if they want to ask, they can ask, but I'm not going to bring it up because I would rather have their friendship. And, and uh... see that that's a, what you just said is really an example of how you know because they're at your house and you've already previously said that it's a vegan house just to avoid any mistakes on their part of bringing right. stuff because then you're forced to have that conversation. You've got this atmosphere where there's no talk. You don't you don't have to have the conversation, but they're having a vegan they experience. Are. Whether they know it or not, it's a vegan night. It's a vegan house. It's vegan food and drink. It's um, there's you know you're not going to be watching a bullfighting video or something or a zoo or something. It's a vegan experience, and so you, you you're not having that conversation with them, but it's a positive vegan experience that you're sharing with them, and you're so it's it's a way of 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 being that like I was talking about before that shining yes. example because. I personally know, like my family, forget it. They're not going to talk to me about it. I've tried. Oh, it They're is not. sad, but that's the way it goes. And like, you're... well, you know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that because my dad does, my dad does um, talk to me about it, but he, 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 he only asks me about it. How is your street stall going or yeah. um, something like this? Or my mum will say, oh my gosh, I've got this article in the newspaper. The other day she was so sweet. She, I, I shouldn't say that about about my family because my family is very, very small and they, 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 we don't have the vegan conversation. When I say that, I mean like they'll never – my mother just will not – have the conversation with me about the, the, the horrible things that are happening to animals because I've tried and I've tried to talk to her about wool and I sent her these videos and things like that. And no, it just wasn't going to happen. She just 
didn't open them. She didn't want to know. And it was made very clear to me that we're not going to talk about this. However, she, like you say, Ren, they, they know you're vegan, so they make you vegan food. And she, she found an article in the paper. Anytime she says yeah, anything yep. about vegan, she's like, rings me up, rings me up. Elizabeth, I saw the about vegan. And there's this vegan article in the paper about all these restaurants in, in Auckland. And I was thinking, I know exactly what it's going to be. I didn't burst her bubble though, but I read all them all and they were like, none of them were vegan except for one. Yeah. <laughs> they just had vegan options and, um, and they're she's all vegetarian. She's connecting or whatever, with you and but she's thinking about you. Yeah. She was. Yeah. And, 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 um, and, sh- and we do have wonderful experiences and we had a vegan Christmas dinner. And so, so it's, it's like, you don't have to, you do not have to create a situation in your life where you have had so many unpleasant and, and hostile and, 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 and sad conversations that you, you, you don't have any friends left and you don't have any family left. You know, you don't, it you don't have, have to, to do be that, that way. You, yeah. But, 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 you know, the way, the sad thing is, is that as it has been acknowledged is the way that, that you do that is you don't get to talk. You don't get to sit there and say, you're eating a corpse and you're, these animals are suffering and they're dying, right? You can't, you, so, so it's, you don't get that release. So as a vegan, you are frustrated. You love these people. You're sitting there watching them engage in this torture. What do you do about that release? Where do you get your release? Because it's going to kill you inside. Go out and talk to strangers. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's the best I, thing. Yep. That, like that's just what said. you just described is my philosophy to live by. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I've noticed a change in me because um, for a while I had little babies and I was really caught up with all the time that that takes. And I was getting more and more upset about, um, you know, the atrocities that are happening to animals and sort of dying inside. Like you were saying, yeah, you were describing dying inside. That's what it felt like. I was spending a lot of time on the Earthlings Forum, but sometimes it can be very negative and it's very different to -to face-to-face activism. And sometimes I was feeling isolated and as as a vegan, not just being a mum stuck in the house with children, but uh, as a vegan as well, I was feeling isolated. And the the only time I broke out of that negativity and feeling sorry for myself um, or, or feeling helpless about the state of the world was when I that's all gone now. Now that I do vegan advocacy uh, on a regular basis, I feel positive about my world. Um, I'm, I'm not in a negative rut. I don't feel sad and depressed about, about these issues because I'm active. That is the solution. If you're feeling depressed about what's happening to animals, this, the solution is to take action. Exactly, and the right kind of action. Of yes, the right kind of action. Yeah, exactly. That's really helpful, Ren, because I actually, um, I've, I'm in a place in my life where I'm very honest about where I'm very, very antisocial, and it's a choice. Like I just, I can't be bothered, and I've had, believe me, I spent most of my life basically with the sole purpose of my life was socializing and partying. So <laughs> that was basically my reason for living. So I'm, I'm okay with that. But I do, I do empathize. I know that there are people who need social contact. They don't have a lot of vegan friends around, and we're not saying to them, you have to, you have to tell everybody in your life about these terrible things. And it doesn't matter if you alienate them and you're all alone because you're doing the right thing by opening your mouth. No, no, no. If, if they ask you, you tell them the truth. But the way to get that release out and to talk about veganism, the best thing to do is to get out there and, and do the activism. And like you say, Ren, you are, you know, when I do my street stall, 
it's different it's a different feeling than online advocacy i think it's because you can see the connection being made and you can see the lights see the lights going yeah, yeah. and so it's it's really rewarding so it's 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 not just rewarding because you get a feel good feeling it's rewarding because we it's making a difference believe me it is making such i mean listen to ren i mean to, you're getting people telling you then and there they're going vegan yeah the world has just become a slightly less violent place where every time someone has has made that 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 change it, that's incredibly significant in fact i think it life on earth for human beings uh, hangs on changing to become a non-violent species we have the choice you know human beings um some people come to my table and say oh human beings they're so violent I'm like yes but we're also capable of such great things we're capable of both and we can, we have a choice we're standing here faced with the choice and we can it's so easy to make that choice and it's as simple as that it's a simple choice and if we want to survive into the future um without <laughs> going extinct ourselves and and uh taking out all the other species with us um we must become a non-violent species and how do we become a non-violent species we don't eat violence and we don't wear violence yeah that's right and we align like you say it is it does resonate with people one of the things i have at my job is um i have two posters at my job because i don't have a lot of room but the ones that i have are the ones i have the one with all the children go vegan for all our children's future the one with the little african baby on that i was talking about because that's such a colorful poster and i love it even though it's it's, it's aesthetically or like design wise it, it could be improved because i think the yellow but that one stands out a lot especially I the stuff i printed that poster out i have it, i have it too <laughs> oh it's a pretty poster and i and i, I don't look I don't use it in advocacy. It's just like in my home. <laughs> yeah, I have I have the Spanish one on my wall, but I have that, and I also have the um, one done by Animal Emancipation, which is "Stop Violence, Go Vegan." Yeah, and, I mean, I've got all those posters. Yeah, but I have them at work because I, I really want to stress the non-violence, especially at my job. <laughs> and so I have, um, and then I have another little place that I could finally stick a little something, and it was a Gandhi quote that says, "Non-violence and truth and non-violence are um, interchange." they presuppose one another or something like that. I can't remember the exact quote because I really want to focus on that because, you know, most uh, they're people... Inseparable. They're inseparable and presuppose one another because nonviolence resonates with people and they'll get into these massive conundrums. That's where you get into the people struggling. Well, like, what if we don't kill the cow's babies because they don't, they don't want to do the violence and they're like, well, I really want my milk, but I want nonviolent milk. And then you're like, there's no, you know, there's no such thing. And then they, but they, they they go for that. They go towards the nonviolence. They're like, if you say this is really violent, that is a good sign. And you can work with people on that. Exactly. It's a good sign. It is a good sign. Yes. Well, we've spoken for three hours and 20 minutes. That is, that is wonderful. <laughs> this is going to be a two-episode podcast. Two or three. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe I should do three. I'll do three separate audio files. I can keep going. I have lots of other stories. I know you do. That's why I want to have you back on. And I also, even if, if you if you can't, if the radio thing doesn't happen for a while, um, definitely come back on my show. <laughs> oh, great. I definitely will. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you were saying that you're antisocial, but you know when you, when you um, cast your podcasts out there uh, in, into the uh, uh, internet world, uh, and I receive them uh, when I'm baking, 
the night before uh, Sunday markets. I'm listening to your podcast, and it's like having an old friend over for a cup of tea. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, that's awesome. I'll remember that when I'm doing So, in a way, you are kind of socialising. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think I think I will become more, more social. I just needed some time, you know. Um, yeah. No, that's a good thing. That's a good thing to know that I'm that I'm it's having an old friend around. And I mean, the internet for me has been a lifesaver with regard to just ha- connecting with people who I consider to be friends, who are friends like yourself. Because I don't, I don't, and and I'm so lucky to have Wudemu and Emmy as well, who I live, you know, we friends, we see each other. It is very, very important. I'm not discounting that, and that's why I'm empathetic. I'm empathetic to people who say, "Listen, I really want to just go hang out with my friends, and I don't want to tell them you're, you know, they they're all, you know, murderers, and this is this." terrible and I'm like it's not about that you know don't lie to them if they ask you tell the truth if you don't want to if you don't want to talk about it tell them I literally say say to them I don't want to talk about this but you're going to have to talk about it because it's going to kill you up inside otherwise you or else you're blinding or else you're doing something worse you're cutting off the um the the true um the, the your sense of justice you're cutting it off if it's not if it's not eating you up inside that you can't that you're sitting around people who you love who you know are nonviolent, and they're being violent in this sort of trap that they've been in in and it's not doing something to you inside, then you're cutting off something in yourself and you need to find that something and go out there and talk to people about veganism because you will create that connection that will make you um, more in touch with, with what you're really all, you know, what you're really all about. And these are people I know who are vegans and they're, they're, they're devastated by the state of the world and they've just kind of given up. So we yeah, I to... do see that despair. And I also reach out to those other vegans. You can tell when they're suffering, um, if they're depressed. And, and I, I notice that the pattern is that they're um, posting a lot of distressing images, a lot of single-issue campaigns, and um, sometimes these people will post things and they shout, you know, like they use the capital um, text and they're shouting and they use aggressive language. And you can tell in their language that 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 they're so distressed and they feel so helpless. And so they continually post these um, petitions to sign and single-issue campaigns and they show graphic abuse of, say, a puppy or, or, or some kind of, you know, really isolated incidents or something um, that's something that's happened to an animal. And then their friends share it and then they all sort of wallow in this negativity together but they don't realise that those posts are not making anyone vegan. And who are their audience? The only people who are watching these graphic pictures are other animal people. I'm not going to say necessarily vegans because a lot of people who post that stuff who aren't vegan. Um, but other vegans and other animal advocates um, are the ones who are watching this because the people who need to learn about animal suffering have long since switched off because they keep posting these really graphic pictures on their newsfeed, um, And it's really disturbing, these pictures. But I think posting that sort of thing and engaging in single-issue campaigns generates this um, feeling of negativity, despair and helplessness. It makes people angry. They just rile themselves up. They get angry. And it's not doing anything either. As we know, you know, signing those animal petitions don't save any animals. They don't help anybody. Uh, it's only vegan education that does that. So if only... So I reach out to them too, <laughs> and um, sometimes they get cross with me. But uh, <laughs> um, 
but but sometimes they don't. And sometimes I've had good conversations um, with people about using kind language instead of aggressive language um, to you know to non-vegans um, to be encouraging rather than accusatory. Um, and also what they're posting. So rather than posting these single issue campaigns and, and awful images, just to talk about being vegan, you know, post some nice recipes, post um, pictures. Uh, uh, you know, you can post sad pictures, but just not those gory things, you know, gory images. And just talk about um, nonviolence. Talk about the fundamentals of what veganism is. It's about justice. It's about nonviolence. And, and, and then when people start to comment on those posts, engage with those people in a discussion, and that's vegan education. That's the kind of online education they can do. And then they can stop feeling such despair and because maybe someone will go vegan from that discussion and then that person is actually saving animal lives. Like signing petitions and improving animal welfare standards does not help animals now because they're still going to go to the slaughterhouse. The only way to, to actually save animals now and actually help animals now is to inspire one new person to go vegan. And, that, and you have an instant effect on the market. That's, that's an immediate change in the market that, that you know there's a reduction of demand for animal products and that person um, by going vegan is actually preventing the breeding caging and deaths of you know up to 125 animals in the next year that's huge but signing welfare petition campaigns uh, it doesn't do anything <laughs> really exactly. no i I absolutely could not agree more. And also, we mustn't forget this wonderful influence that the being vegan, even if you don't actually talk to people about animal use, if you just be that vegan and have those beautiful vegan evenings with the vegan pizzas and things, that be itself... Positive, be yeah. healthy, um, be happy, and then be that shining light. And someone is eventually going to ask you about your vegan... They're going to be curious. <laughs> yeah, and... and, and yeah, and that's one of the things, and and that's the way that I do my advocacy as well. Is people come up to us. We don't we don't step in front of people and stop them while they're walking and and try to to get them to stop and talk to us. Um, they come up. So if somebody's coming up to you, then they are ready and open, and you can say, and it's it's you go home at the end of the day and you've just um, had this massive. Um, You've you've stood up for animals. You have been that voice. You have spoken all day. You've spoken in their defence. You have told people the truth about them, and you have been their representative out there. And and um and it's it's it's, it's a um it keeps you going. It really does. It keeps you going. And it's it's not fair for them to for if you give up. It's not fair on and what them. The animals want. Uh, you know those animals stuck in the cages. What would they want? Would they? You know, they're suffering. They're miserable in those cages. What would they want? They would want you to stand up for them. That's right. That's right. They don't want you to, they don't want you to stand up and say, oh, this poor uh, baby cow in a veal crate, he, he wants a bigger cage. <laughs> Sign this. He doesn't want a bigger cage. He wants his mama and he wants to be free. So set him free and just do vegan education. Forget those welfare campaigns. Forget those single issue campaigns. Please, we need vegan education. Yes, absolutely. And on that note, I'm going to let you get back to your day and um, 
definitely come back and it's been such a pleasure pleasure and an inspiration to have you on oh it's it, the pleasure has been mine <laughs> <laughs> okay well um thanks everybody for listening and if you want to know more about renata and her advocacy please check out the alice springs vegan society there's a facebook page i know that there's going to be websites etc coming but um if you're not on facebook um i know that um where else can people find you, Ren? Oh, there's email Renata at AliceVegan.org. Renata at AliceVegan.org. And um, if you want to set up some kind of some kind of advocacy or you want a little help or advice, please feel free to email and she will make herself available. I know that. And if you are on Facebook, do go to the page, look at the photos of the stall and um, join in on the discussions on there as well. And also we might as well tell people about our group. Um, we have, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so we've started um, uh, on an um, Facebook group, which is a discussion group, which we're really wanting to foster interest and desire to start vegan advocacy, grassroots abolitionist vegan advocacy of individuals. And we're concentrating on Australia and New Zealand because we feel that we can get our resources you know, together and we can really support each other. And then there might be people living in the same town and then they can do it together, um, two or three three people. So if you're interested in, in, in talking about what that means or just hearing um, what our point of view is with regard to why we are saying these things about welfare or what, what we're saying about more about the vegan advocacy, the actual active in the community as well as online vegan advocacy, it's basically just Oz Vegan and NZ Vegan, OZ Vegan and NZ Vegan and it's on Facebook and um, I'll post a link to that as well. Yeah, and so it's a great place for dis discussion. Um, but the, yeah, the big focus is hands-on activism, grassroots activism in Australia and New Zealand. So um, that's why we're encouraging members just from our own country, so we can, um, you know, uh, uh, advance this movement in Australia. It's a wonderful movement. It's it's the you know the best social movement to be a part of is vegan activism. So if you want to get active. Come and join our group and tell, I'm sure you've got ideas. I mean, oh, it would be so wonderful to get some fresh ideas from people who want to do some vegan activism um, in their local area. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, so that's what the group is for. Yes, exactly. Um, so check it out. And it's an open group. So um, you don't, if you just want to look at it, you don't actually have to ask to join to see it. It's completely open. The, the entire conversations and posting is, is visible to anybody on Facebook. So um, you don't have to, to, to um, ask to join to see what we're all about. Just go there and check it out. And if, you, if you're inspired to join, please just send a request and please just let us know, hey, I live in New Zealand or I live in Australia, if it's not obvious from your Facebook page, just um, maybe send us a message or um, uh, something like that so that we know. Because if you don't say it, you might be on the... Because there's some people who've applied that we just haven't quite got around to asking where they're from. So. Oh, we can't. There are some people, it doesn't say what country they're from and, it, and there's no messaging capability. So we can't send them a message and say, hello, where do you live? <laughs> Uh, because uh, otherwise the group would just get too big if we had, you know, people from all over the world and we just want to concentrate on um, 
hands-on activism in our own countries. Yeah, so that's 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 true. So um, do keep that in mind. Um, so do do check us all out. Um, we really that that is really the main purpose of the group. I mean, we love to talk and we love to theorize and and all these kinds of things. But we really there are, there are so many places you can do that. We really want people who are really keen to just take action <laughs> so um, bring your ideas like Ren said fresh ideas would be wonderful wonderful thing to have alright um, thank you so much Ren again and for coming on taking the time and um, good luck with your next street stall and um, I'll let you know how mine goes when we do it oh it's so wonderful and I am so excited for you that you're joining the craft market it, I can't wait to hear all about it I'm hoping that you might do a podcast um, to let us know how that went and uh, yeah I'm sure it'll be an, an interesting and different environment um, in a market situation as opposed to uh, just out there on the street and I'd love to hear about it definitely we'll definitely do a podcast about it all right thanks for listening and um, thank you so much for having me it was a pleasure I love your work I love your work too and we'll be back <laughs> bye bye bye